Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels, live from the podcast room here, Midtown Manhattan. Cheesehead TV in the house. Hope you guys are staying with it. You're just so close to the draft, and we're still over a week away, but it feels like uh, finally, finally we're in the home stretch here. Um, Packers will be making several selections, hopefully, next Thursday night. Uh, we will be live for all three days of the NFL Draft. That's right. Live streaming Thursday night, Friday night, and all day Saturday right here at Cheesehead TV. Hope you'll join us. It's always a good time. We always get a bit loopy towards the end. You never know when Corey Banky might go on a rant. Don't want to miss that. So uh, Patreon members, as I've told you before, I told you, I've met many of you at happy hour, uh, we'll be sending out the information next week. You, if you are a Patreon member, you can join us live on the Zoom Hangout. Um, we'll have several special guests on Thursday night, both current and former players, some media members. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys can join us. Um, good morning to everybody in the comments. Good to see everybody. Len Beebe, what's up, man? Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing? Uh, New York Cheesehead, always good to see you. Aaron Harper, good morning. Thanks for watching on Facebook. Appreciate you. John, happy Tuesday. It's up this morning and you know took my shower started making my breakfast had my coffee and i really kind of felt like it's thursday it's definitely it's absolutely thursday and then i had the realization that it is tuesday (laughs) these weeks are too long just get this draft here already i can't handle this it's too much too much oz is here what's up oz oz is here from colorado of course land of really good beer uh Shadid, what's up? How are you? Good to see you. Oh, let me see. Trust Packers front office. Hope they have a plan. Well, Brent, of course they have a plan, but things will change rapidly once the clock starts and teams start selecting guys on the draft. That's what happens. You got to be able to adjust. Everybody's got plans, plural, but uh, you got to be nimble and you got to be able to react and you got to be able to adjust. That is a big part of it. Ed, thanks for the super chat. So, do you think it'll rain? It rained last night. Let me tell you, it was a storm here in New York. I got it was wind was rain was banging against my windows. But yes, eventually it will rain. William, thank you for the super chat. What excites me about the draft is adding new Packers. Forget the names; they will be Packers. I mean, obviously, you love the journey for each of these young men, the realization of a lifelong dream. Uh, and yes, absolutely. A thousand percent. That is my kind of the whole reason I get so invested during the draft. Like you guys know, lead up to the draft. I'm not much of a draft Nick. Um, but once these guys become Green Bay Packers, I am all in 100 percent. So I'm with you in that regard, William. No, no question about it. Jeff, what's up, buddy? Per the Cheesehead TV article yesterday, if Green Bay did trade love on draft day, are you sold on Benkert for number two? I love the idea of Kurt competing for the job. Certainly don't think he should be handed it if they do end up trading Jordan. But uh, is he up for that challenge? Absolutely. You certainly saw enough last summer to suggest that if he were afforded the opportunity, and I don't think that will happen while Jordan's in town, but if for whatever reason somebody came along and wanted offered the Packers something they couldn't resist uh, for Jordan Love and they did move him, I do not doubt for a moment that they would turn around and look for a veteran to sign, you know, to come in and at least compete for the backup spot. But I do not think Kurt would go quietly into that good night. Um, 
like I said, they, we certainly saw enough both in practice and in the preseason games, especially last summer, to suggest that, yeah, if he were called upon, he would be up for that challenge. And I think, you know, who knows who they bring in, if they have experience in the system, et cetera. Possibly the coaches acquiesce to experience, what have you. But Curtis is definitely, there's a reason they kept him around. You know, he made the squad. He made that decision for the Packers, but putting what he did last summer throughout camp and preseason, he put all that on tape. Yeah, he certainly looked, showed that he belonged, you know? So, yeah, no doubt about it. Absolutely. If Jordan, for whatever reason, did get traded, say, a draft weekend, uh, I do not doubt for a moment that Benker would be in the competition, so to speak. And I think there's a good chance he'd win that competition. No doubt about it. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Need another veteran wideout, says Claude Holmes. Um, need is a strong word. I think there's a good chance they acquire another veteran, but I don't think need is correct. Um, I think there's no doubt that they'll be keeping their eyes and ears open and making calls, a possible trade, uh, maybe another free agent acquisition. There's no doubt that they'll they'll continue to add to that part of the roster, but need is a strong word. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Uh, why would anyone want love with a sample shown? Because well, they like the upside. He's young. I mean, they're, what is he? He's two months younger than one of the premier quarterbacks in this year's draft. You know, he's still insanely young. So if you like his promise, you think you can develop him, maybe you make that trade, especially if you think you can get him on the cheap. Now, that's why I think the Packers would probably never trade him because I can't imagine them just giving him away after putting two years of development into the guy, you know, but stranger things have happened. <laughs> TKM, what's up? Okay, you opened the door. I didn't open the door. Someone asked me the question and I answered it. I opened no doors here. If Jordan Love gets traded, who is the vet QB we bring in? Like McMahon backing up QB4, puppy food fund. <laughs> Thanks, TKM. No, Blake Bortles. I don't know. No idea. Maybe they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. No clue. Um, have at it. Have fun in the comments. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. If Seattle would give number nine for Jordan Love, would you? Number nine overall? Yes, in a heartbeat. But Seattle would never do that. But uh, yeah. Yes, no question. Andrew, thanks for the super chat. Favorite beer to eliminate beers on game day, A plus beers, and favorite beer to just chill and relax with. That's there's a lot going on in that question, Andrew. Um, favorite beer to eliminate beers on game day. So you mean like what do I drink like during the during the games or during the watch parties? Well, you know, Corey chastised me early two years ago, early in the season, because I was like downing Dale's pale ale. Um, and you know unsurprisingly by the fourth quarter i was absolutely gone um so then he was like you got to start mixing in some water and then it became why don't you start drinking like a little less potent beer blah 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 so now it's it's you know whatever lightweight fare on game day you know that i'm you know, i am drinking like eight to ten beers like yeah it'll be like a, a pabst you know or a uh, uh miller light something that i can just like it's like water essentially right but Chilling, relaxing with is definitely Dale's Pale Ale. And by the way, I tried, I don't know, you probably saw on my Insta, I tried the Double pay, double Dale's whole, the 9%er. Whoo, baby. 
more than one of those is a problem. Like just the one was fun, but man, I, I, I recommend trying it, but a regular Dale's pale ale is where it's at. That, that is my, that is my go-to. And I see already Dennis is a spotted cow. I would love if spotted cow was available in New York, I'd, I'd drown in that stuff. I certainly do when I'm in Wisconsin, but yeah, when I'm in New York, it's just unavailable. Nothing, nothing that can, nothing that can be done. Hams. I love a good hams. Popeyes. That's a great hot summer day beer. No question about it. Eight to 10 Pats. Krista. Yeah, absolutely. PBR baby. It's a blue ribbon. It's a committee. <laughs> so if the Packers find all the infinity stones, do they erase the best teams in the NFL and beat the worst teams in the league? to win the Super Bowl, or by erasing the best teams, do they erase themselves? LOL. Man, that's... Number one Packer fan, you just went down a rabbit hole there. Uh, I would suspect they'd have to, like, you know, eliminate themselves in that scenario, wouldn't they? If they are one of the contenders, which they are. So then we'd get, like, a battle royale for Super Bowl supremacy with, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets trying to get to the AFC Championship game. God help us. Stroh's my first ever beer. Wow, Mike, that's a that's a throwback right there. I haven't had a Stroh's in a long time. <laughs> you can tell, okay, you can tell, like, everyone's ready for the draft. Like, we've said all we can possibly say about it. Like, anything we can talk about when it comes to the Packers last season. Like, everyone's ready for the draft to be here because I'm getting questions like this from Rick on Facebook. Who would you rather be on a deserted island with leia or ray <laughs> like what um and the answer is obviously princess leia come on when is the obi-wan series coming can't wait see this is what i'm talking about it's all star wars up in here um it's late may may 27th or they moved it back i think a couple days because they're doing two shows at once for the premiere so i think it's the 29th somewhere at late may i know that christopher's question is straight to the point ali's mac question mark Probably not, question mark. There, there's my answer. <laughs> Packer fan, I'm so bored right now. You mean right now, during this stream, you're so bored? Are you not entertained? Please, what do I got to do? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do I got to do? Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Honey, my heart's on fire. There, is that better? Are you entertained now? Jesus, tough room. Tulio, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Jordan Davis and Sky Moore in green and gold. See, now you're talking. Now we are talking. That would be... I don't think it happens, but I would love that. I'd be down. <laughs> if I know Matt LaFleur, buddy, he's a Milwaukee Bucks fan. He's our head coach. Um, I believe so. He's been to a couple Bucks games. I know that. I think Tom Grassi uh, met him at a Bucks game. So, yeah, definitely he's bought in. Uh, what is that stuff they advertise on the Brewer Network? Most worst commercial ever. Uh, Jim, I'm not quite sure. Oh, I saw someone say Yingling. I love it. Good stuff. Okay. <laughs> Shadid. Yeah, next time I'm going to do everybody's doing the Michigan rag. Uh-huh. Bugs Bunny. Um, sir, that was not Bugs Bunny. That was the frog that sang that. Um... More dancing, please. Uh, no. Staghorn by Nuglaris Brewing in September. Oh, Staghorn. That's a good call. I like that stuff. I like it. 
<laughs> Nagler, how many Dales have you had today? None. I am drinking coffee out of an old school. Old school right here. OG. Check this out right there. Come on. The OG Cheesehead TV mug that Corey and I had made way back in 2007. We had like, I don't know, 20 of these or maybe a few more of that, like 40 of these made. And they're all like broken and lost in the midst of time, except for this one. So good. Old school. The WB Frog. Yes, correct. Uh-huh. You dance like a white boy. That's an old school dance. Hello. My goodness, people. What else we got? Pup update. Mary Beth, the girls know we are going to look uh, the weekend after the draft. And probably we'll be in the door at Shea Nagler the week after that. So be prepared. Aaron Murphy, thanks for the super chat. No, I have not. I've not looked at Justin Ross from Clemson. Um, I've barely looked at like 30 guys, maybe. He's not one of them. Uh, Ed, what's up, man? That was funny, your song and dance. Next time, do it on rollerblades. Oh, no, I choose life. No, I, That would definitely destroy me. Tanya not relying on speed hopefully aids his comeback. That's an interesting kind of way of looking at it, I suppose. I mean, is he a speed merchant? No, but, you know, explosiveness and quick twitch, that's all stuff that he relies on. And you never really, you never really know when guys are coming back from, you know, significant injury, how much different they're going to be. Are they going to lack that explosiveness? I mean, his ability to get open is certainly reliant on his athleticism. And some of that certainly will be affected. Um, hopefully, he's able to hit the ground running. but. Yeah, it's uh, it's always tricky, man. It's always you never really know until you get to see them out there and moving around and hopefully picking up where he left off, and that's the hope. But long way to go there. Ooh, Brenton, that's a good question. Who are your top NFC contenders next year? Well, it's you know you just go by the quarterbacks, really. I mean, you got to put Tampa in there, and you got to put the Packers in there. Um. Yeah, man, after that, I think Dallas will be just because, yeah, I know we all like to make fun of Dallas and et cetera, but they're a good squad. They're talented as hell. Um, Dak is, I think, still somewhat underrated as a quarterback. Um, yeah, and then the NFC West, you think they're gonna, they'll are just beat up on each other probably. Um, although, you know, it's funny with Russell Wilson being traded out of the conference, kind of seemingly it feels like it opens things up, right? I think the 49ers will still be right there. Um, I don't think it really matters who's that quarterback when Kyle's calling plays, as long as they stay relatively healthy. Um, but that, I think that's the mix, really. You know, I mean, outside of that, what do you think? The Giants are going to jump up. You know what I mean? Like, worried about what? The Falcons suddenly finding life. You know, it's like there, there's a handful of teams that I think will be there, and the Packers are one of them. There's no doubt about it. Oh, uh, what else we got? What else we got? Tulio, what's up, man? Realistic first-round picks, in your opinion, then? Uh, you know, I think uh, Lewis Sign is a, a real possibility, the safety from Georgia. Um, I think any number of wide receivers. I mean, I think Sky Moore, I would love Sky Moore, but A, I don't think he's going to meet the Packers' thresholds, and B, I don't see teams valuing him in the first round. I think he's a second-round selection, most likely, and I don't think it'll be in Green Bay. Um, but I love him. You guys know he's probably my one of my favorite players in this draft. Um, you know, but I think 
you know, Pickens is probably a, a much more likely selection in the first round. And then, you know, um, Kyle Brandt could sleep well because they finally taken a wide receiver in the first round. Nuclear family. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. How much are coaches worth? Is it plays over players now? Not that we want this, but if Adams is worth a first and a second, how much is Matt LaFleur worth? That's a good question. I remember back in the day when uh, the Raiders traded Gruden, um, I, they got a bevy of picks. I can't remember exactly where they were. I know, I think one was a first rounder, but yeah, coaches, you have to think worth their weight in gold, especially if you've got good ones who have good systems and good programs. And Matt certainly does have all of that. Um, they are working on a contract extension. So I think we'll find out sooner rather than later as far as you know, salary wise. I mean, I don't think they're entertain trading him anytime soon, obviously, but I mean, it's a, it's a tricky one because you can have the greatest coach of all time, supposedly and Bill Belichick, and suddenly he doesn't have his quarterback and you've seen how things have not been so easy there in new England, but that doesn't take away from what an amazing coach he is. You know, it's, you gotta, you get, it's Jimmy, Jimmy's and Joe's not X's and O's more often than not. Hey, Nag, stop liking players. Nagler's never right. See, Mark, this is why I rarely talk about this shit um, because of draft-wise, draft stuff, because inevitably, whoever I like is never going to become a Packer. So it's better if I keep this stuff to myself, definitely. So it's good that I'm, like, online every day talking to thousands of people. Smart. Uh, running back, gadget play, man, draft. Who do you like? Anyone. Um, nobody has really jumped out to me simply because, and this is another thing with the Packers, it's like they just aren't into those guys. They've never have been. They haven't been since Ron Wolf came and kind of changed up the systems back in the early 90s. They have a threshold for most of their players and they stick to it. Every once in a while, they go outside that comfort zone. And maybe some things change a little bit here under Brian as we go along, but it's just the type of player that they have maybe not avoided, but they certainly haven't gone out of their way to acquire in any meaningful way. I mean, the closest thing they maybe got was like when they got Tyler Irvin and then picked up um, Tavon Austin, you know, when Irvin got hurt. But for the most part, that is not a position or the type of player that they have coveted in any way, in any real meaningful way. Do Matt LaFleur and Gutekunst get along? Yes. How's that? Uh, no ACL injury guys. Are you talking about in the draft, David? I mean, I hear you because you want guys that can contribute right away. I understand that. But, you know, if there's a guy who's there, who's incredibly, his value is just insane off the charts because he's dropped because of an injury. They've got a number of selections those first two days. I wouldn't surprise me to see them make, you know, if they feel the guy is an insane value, say, their second second round pick wouldn't surprise me at all. You never know. Uh, the Southern schools and players from Power Five seem to be where Goody has shifted the last couple of years. That's a good observation, Robin. And I, you know, we did ask myself and a couple other guys asked Goody about not that specifically last year, but the idea of like the types of programs he is selected guys from and it does seem to have shifted a little bit i do think some of that is just happenstance and just how the board falls but it certainly helped them last year in the sense of finding guys in big programs who have played a lot of big time football against high level competition who were able to come in and play right away you know definitely along the offensive line 
Um, you know, I think the expectation was that, that we were going to see more Amari Rogers, you know, out of a big program in Clemson prior to the trade for Randall Cobb. So I think there's something there. I don't know if it's like a wholesale change on, okay, this is our focus, but it does, at least by his selections, seem like he's giving it a little bit more weight, maybe, you know, especially with the Aaron Rodgers situation and being all in and needing in, you know, to try and kind of maybe err on the side of finding immediate contributors rather than doing these long-term kind of upside guys like Ted used to kind of love to do. Um, yeah, I think there's, like I said, I think there's something there. There's a great line in JFK that I say all the time. There's a lot of smoke there, but there's some fire. I love that line. I see a lot of talk about a trade up. Not a fan of sending away a top 60 pick to move up seven. Robbie, I hear you. And this is what I always say. I think I said this yesterday when someone asked about it. I, it would take Brian falling absolutely in love with a player for that to happen. I would be surprised. Um, kind of for the reason you're stating there. I do think, you know, especially in a draft where it is going, this draft is going to be hella deep um, across the board. There will have been a lot of guys who, basically went back to college because of COVID, right? Who um, maybe probably under normal circumstances would have been out, would have been drafted the last couple of years, who stuck around, had a full season this year, and now are entering the draft. I think that pumps up the talent pool. And I think because of that, you are much better situated if you wait and let the draft fall to you rather than jumping up. But again, like if there, again, if there's a player that you absolutely adore or love and think is a long-term difference maker and you've got the ammo to do it then yeah i think brian will make that call but again that's up to goodness and i have no idea who that might be all right everybody i'm gonna have to get going i can't thank you enough for hanging out talking packers each and every day monday through friday right here on the cheesehead tv social channels please do me a monster favor hit like on the video subscribe to the channel and then tell your friends and tell your family cheesehead tv we are devoted to green bay packers fans worldwide thanks a lot everybody have a great day Go Pack Go.